0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Two Bros Podcast. We are Two Bros. This is the Two Bros Podcast. Welcome, welcome. And this is in continuation of our Life at Sea uh, series. This is week number four and we've made it. It's it's already been a month. I believe it was the 25th of September when I flew out. Uh, it's the 23rd today, so yeah, pretty much uh, almost a month. But... What a month it's been. Man, I can't even... Um, it doesn't even feel like it's been a month because time has just flown by. And I remember prior leaving, uh, I was just joking that it's just going to take me a month to figure out how to get back to my cabin. It's kind of been like that because I'm still figuring out a lot of things because this ship is just that different uh, as I've highlighted before. Uh, a lot of things are uh, still up in the air, a lot of things which I still don't know, but uh, I'm working towards it. And I was just uh, speaking to... One of my friends today, and it's I just told them that uh, it's like I know things, but it's it's a little irrelevant to this ship, because the things which are being done here are are done a bit differently. So even simple things like checklists and stuff and something basic, it's it's just different here. Everything is different. So I feel like my expertise is a little uh, needs to be recalibrated to be in this uh, in this case, you know um yeah and it's it's been a learning curve to be honest uh to learn pretty much everything from scratch because you end up doing things a certain way from the beginning and then it's just pretty much uh you need to relearn all these things and change all those old habits and yeah it's it's been a, it's been a month let's say so yeah uh, there we have it and as of now we are positioned somewhere between the cities of tunisia to our south to the country of tunisia i should say and the island of Sicily to our Uh, Northeast. Uh, we are in the Mediterranean heading towards Suez Canal and this week we went past uh, we uh, visited the ports of Algeciras in Spain and then uh, Tangier in Morocco just across Gibraltar, not that far, very short uh, distance and uh, it was a different thing because when we left uh, Tangier we were told that we need to be in the Suez Canal on the 25th night so that we can transit on the morning of the 26th and then we were just gunning it. We were at 572 RPM, going at 20 knots, uh, 85% load on the main engines uh, because we're heavily, heavily loaded. And with this this ship, the term heavily loaded is not uh, taken lightly because this ship's uh, maximum uh, dead weight is about 200,000 tons. So it's not, it's not easy <laughs> to get uh, all that momentum going. But uh, luckily we had an email the next day which said, uh, okay, you can slow down. You have another day you have to be in suez now on the 26th by 2300 hours so we did slow down a bit we came down to a reasonable uh, rpm came down to 15.9 knots and then now we're just cruising it's nice and easy and uh, this week we started with some uh, major repairs Uh, turns out on this ship they had uh, a bit of an issue with the uh, generators now one of the issues that they had was the cooling water used to leak from the uh, one of these uh, exhaust valve seats because it was a poor quality o-ring or a poor design as such this water used to go inside the units and it was uh, if if a unit has been standing still for a very long time the water would accumulate on top of the pistons and if you don't end up uh, blowing through the engine or um, turning the engine before starting it and you start it just like that it just sort of smashes everything and the damage is catastrophic uh, think about it. I mean your aluminum pistons are going to get smashed in no time The it's it can even be worse Your You can even end up bending your crank pin and your crank shaft or at some point and maybe ruin your bearings Your corn rod can bend It's connecting rod uh, that is So yeah, the damage is catastrophic and now uh, what they've been doing is they've they're doing uh, the replacements of these cylinder heads in batches like One ship would dismantle their cylinder heads. They would buy a fresh batch for them and the ones they land uh, ashore they will be uh, overhauled by the workshop and they'll be reconditioned and sent back to another ship who will remove their cylinder heads and then back and forth one by one so we have three generators here three diesel generators one of them has already had this change in the the cylinder heads uh, now we're going to start with the other one which is uh, this one has a 9 uh, unit engine it's a man b&w 32 by 40 if i'm not mistaken but uh, yeah it's a task it's a very uh, painful task It's it's a bit I mean design flaws I mean come on but yeah that's the that's the job you have to the cylinder heads have arrived they came in Germany and uh, we reckon we should try to do one before we reach the Suez canal because between the canal and the next port being uh, Malaysia we have to dismantle the rest so just uh, we thought we could uh, Make our mistakes now, learn our lessons now and see what to expect when we actually do it because we're on a bit of a clock over there. And uh, we've discovered if all goes well, it pretty much takes one day per cylinder head to complete. And uh, yep, so far it's been like that. The first cylinder head came off with a bit of, without a, you know, without any hitch. It was, it came to a point where we when we mounted the lifting tool on the head. It won't uh, come off, it won't like jack off the, the seating area. So we pretty much had to use crowbars to sort of ease it off, and then once it did, it kind of like lifted uh, completely. That is a bit of an issue, we received some kind of instructions from a sister ship where they have done this modification, they have done the overhauls, they have done the replacement. They told us that it might be a case where you need to install hydraulic jacks to lift it off and crowbars might not be enough yeah i've been i've been in that situation if that does happen it's a bit of an issue because that just adds our uh increases our work it makes it longer and then mind you we're going to be in the hottest region on the on the planet basically pretty much the the red sea area it gets so hot it's not even funny so yeah it's going to be a challenge but uh, it's something that we're going to do and the crew on board like i said i might have mentioned it's uh, they're fairly competent they know what to do and uh yeah, the first unit was done pretty much without a hitch. It's mounted back on. From what I've heard, the cooling water is back on. Uh, and tomorrow we're going to check the final uh, checks on the rocker arm, the adjustments on the the clearances on the uh, inlet and exhaust valve, first in the cold condition, then we're going to run it and test again in the warm condition. And uh, basically check and see if everything operates because we do need this generator in while transiting the Suez Canal. Uh, you might all be aware of the uh, power failure that happened on the Ever Given, and it ended up grounding and blocking the canal. Uh, our ship is pretty much the same size, so yeah, that uh, touch wood. I hope uh, never happens uh, to anyone, to be honest, uh, let alone com- our competitors. But not a good position to be in as merchant navy officers and sailors, and getting a ship uh, stuck in a canal of all places. But uh, yeah, let's hope that never happens. But uh, yeah, it's been a wee- it's been a month since. Uh, I mean, I officially finished a month on the 28th, but I, I left home on the 25th, but it's been a month. And with everything from the quarantine to the flying to the uh, to joining the ship, the handover, and then finally taking over that busy schedule we had in Europe, you know, one port after the other. And it's not gone. I mean, it's still, what, we left Tangier, what, two days ago, and in the next, on the 26th, we are again going to be in Suez. We are going to look at a long uh, sailing now for the first time since I've joined basically uh, from uh, the Suez till uh, the port in Malaysia, TPP, tanjung Pelapas. And uh, once that is done, we're going to have the busy Asian schedule where we have a few ports in... We have Malaysia, I think we have Singapore but that might get cancelled. Then we have a few ports in China, we're going to hit two ports in Korea, uh, Busan and Ulsan if I remember. And uh, then we're gonna head right back down again towards Europe one more time, and that's where I'll sign off. That'll be roughly in January when I'll uh, sign off, and we're gonna be back in uh, Europe. But uh, yeah, it's been it's been interesting. Apart from that, regarding planned maintenance, we have uh, guys have worked really hard. We got a lot of jobs done. Some of the things required the main engines to be stopped, and we had to do these in port. For instance, the scavenge inspection. Now in the scaven inspection for unknown uh, sailor listeners. You have to go inside what is known as the scaven space. Pretty much, uh, this is where the turbochargers or the uh, auxiliary blowers pump in air into, let's say, a cylinder, where it kind of collects, and after that, it is injected into the units. Not injected. I don't say I don't think that's the right word. Induced into the inject into the uh, the units. Let's say so from this space you can have a look at your piston your piston rings your condition of your liner see how things are and um, do some measurements your axle clearance on your piston rings and things like that but so we have two main engines here and uh, the second one was still alright. It was, it was. They had some really good readings, to be honest. The one on number one was a bit iffy. A few units had very less uh, the measurement of the ceramic coating on their, on the surface, and uh, it's a bit iffy. We're gonna check again in uh, uh, the Asia side somewhere. Hopefully, when it's cooler, and if the readings continue to get worse, we might have to replace this unit with the spare piston we have which is still yet to be overhauled because uh, we've just had no time. I'm planning to do that when we transit uh, the canal itself. So that's planned for the 26th or the 27th morning. But yeah, there you have it. We're currently in the Mediterranean doing 15.9 knots and uh, heading towards Suez. It's been a month. It's been interesting. We had a few meetings. We had a few uh, uh, social events. And now the weekend is upon us. It's uh, week number 4. Next week looks to be a little uh, easy. It's going to be a bunch of month-end reports, month-end stuff, month-end inventories and closing out of uh, planned maintenance jobs. And uh, then we start again next month. We have an additional 4th engineer who's joining, who's going to have... I'm guessing he's first time on this class of ships or he's a first time as a 4th engineer he's going to have a long uh, handover and it's going to be really interesting he's another another Indian so the number of Indians in the engine rooms is increasing just a little bit and uh, yeah, I reckon it just makes it a little bit uh, better dare I say a little bit better a little bit nicer to have your countrymen around a little bit not too many <laughs> not, an, not an advocate of having too many of uh, one nationality on board because then it becomes a whole thing but uh, yeah nice to have another Indian on board and uh, let's see how it goes with them. Ready then. Till then, uh, stay tuned. And if you like the series, do leave a comment. It's always nice. What can really help us is if you can uh, give us a rating or a comment on your podcast platform of choice. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you want us to talk about. If there are things about... If you have questions about life at sea, I mean, I may have not touched on certain things because I feel... Uh, I might feel they, may, they might be obvious, so I don't touch upon these things, but... Uh, if you do want to know, give me a give me a, a shout-out. I'll uh, try to address that in the next episode. As always, uh, those who know me personally can text me on my number or on Instagram. And uh, otherwise, you can visit our website, the 2 com. sorry, .wordpress.com. And uh, leave us a comment and tell us what you think. Till then, stay tuned and see you next week. Bye.